0: Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Simi Lerner, and this is the Judaism From Within podcast, the podcast dedicated to the works of Rav Shamsin Rafal Hirsch. Property, damages. We're in the world of mishpotim, that category of commandment that we know by dint of being human. Okay, the topic we're discussing today is damages. Now, that sounds obvious, like you break something of someone, you have to, of someone's, you have to pay for it. But let's break down the categories, and there's two more let's call them philosophical points, that Rav focuses on. When I damage something of yours, that is a focus of the Torah, about when I do something, I am responsible. Responsible comes from the originates in the word to answer for. I answer for the things I own. And there is an interesting emphasis that the Torah always has on your responsibilities. My responsibility, my responsibility is to answer for the things I have rather than a focus on what I have and what I have a right to. And it's worth pointing out that Rav draws this intimate connection, that if I have things, I am responsible for them. And if I have things, other people are not allowed to take them. But it's always a focus on the responsibility, not on the right, even though we know they're, they're dependent on each other. One's person's rights is another's responsibilities. And if you ignore the responsibilities, well, and just focus on the rights, you develop a very selfish community because it's always me-focused. And which brings us on to the more, I suppose you could call it, moral development perspective that Hirsch develops is that when we talk about our responsibility to pay for other people's stuff that we've damaged, by our own property, and what we will do is we will go through the different categories that Rav Hirsch lays out, and there's quite an intuitive way of doing this, which I thought was quite brilliant. But before we do that, let's just talk about the underlying structure, a focus on responsibilities. But what does that do? And I think that's an important idea to focus on. If we look at the idea back at the beginning where Rav Hirsch discussed the opening of Chorev, we described it as adopting noble purpose. The ol malchushamayim, that yoke of heaven. The idea that yoke is heavy, but it's purposeful. That's where responsibilities come into play. Because if I focus on the rights, what do I walk away with? Me, me, me. If I focus on responsibilities, yes, rights come along with that. A society where people focus on responsibilities, rights come into play as well. But I become an other focused individual. And Rav Hirsch brings this out at the end of this mitzvah by saying a person could say, Why why should I worry about my property? My cow, my ox, my tiger. They'll damage something and I'll pay them back. And Rav Hirsch says that on some level you get away with that. Remember, we're in the category of justice. I only give what I owe. That is justice. I know I should because I know what I would expect to be given to me. That's why the category of Mishpatim are intuitive. But we are not only asked to be intuitive. We go back to the original kama- uh, calling to Avram. We want to be a blessing. We want to be other focused. We want to be the type of person who focuses on the other. Thereby, we wouldn't want to be a curse in the world, even though we pay back what we owe. Justice isn't where things stop. And it seems to be coming about in a roundabout way. But I think the pattern that's being displayed here is a focus on responsibilities. In the previous commandments, we spoke about our rights and things that we are owed and how that plays into responsibilities of how we have to take care of other people's things. But Rav really draws it out when it comes to damaging, because that's where it really comes out in its most stark form. When I break something of someone's with something I own, I have used something of a tool in the world and it has done damage. I am answerable to that damage. But if I am a type of person who focuses in, on, the responsibility, I'm always other-focused. Thereby, the language of Hirsch describes, is I want to be a chassid. I want to be righteous, not chassid like where are in a strammel, but be that type of person who pushes my boundaries to be there for another. And the type of community that focuses on the responsibilities has the possibility of getting there because they want to be there for the other. They want to extend themselves. They want to become that type of righteous blessing on the world. And that's what happens when you have a focus on responsibilities. What is the responsibility we're going to discuss? Damages. When I own something and it, be it my animal or be it my very being, I am responsible. And the way Rav plays it out or plays out the uh, categories is that we have either animate or inanimate objects. This isn't objectifying animals because we have specific commandments that we're going to discuss later on in regards to animals. But from the point of view of my property, I have animals, and I have objects. Classically in the Talmudic, and in, in the Torah, you either have a, a pit or you have a cow. But animate objects, like animals, also fall into two categories. Things by their very nature that are docile and things by their very nature that are dangerous. You can either own a cow or you can own a tiger. And responsibility differs. To how obviously you should watch these things so just to recap we spoke about responsibilities we spoke about responsibilities in relationship to rights and the community that focuses on responsibilities becomes a different community it has a different moral landscape than one that focuses on rights one will be inner focused one will be outer focused and just as another point i think i got this from Rev hirsch's grandson or isaac breuer that he who focuses on responsibilities is also freedom focused what i mean by that If I increase responsibility in the world, I don't feel that's encroaching on me. I feel that's liberating. I think people are becoming more responsible. I look at that as being a positive move. But if I have a focus on rights, what happens when more people get more rights? That's infringing on me. People are taking away from my rights because there's only a limited amount of rights. And the more people have rights, well, the less I become. But if I ever focus on responsibilities and the more responsibility that's out in the world, I look at that as a positive. It's an interesting, uh, once again, just it's an approach that you take to a concept that paints how you look at the concept. So that was the, let's call it the philosophical structure. But now we brought in the actual mechanistic or the categorization. You have inanimate and you have animate. The animate, it's either docile by nature or dangerous by nature. An inanimate also fits into two categories. One, something that moves and something that doesn't move. You have a pit that doesn't move and a fire that does move. So you have these four categories, or two categories, both subdividing into two further ones. And you can see how this plays into responsibility when it comes to animate. They have instinct, they have movement, there's only a certain amount of control I can exert on them and there's an unpredictability to them when it comes to the inanimate world, well then, my responsibility obviously is more because there is more of me there. The more of you involved in the action, the more you answer to. And lastly, there's personal force when you use your own being to cause damage. This is, I suppose you could say, at the highest level of you in the action. And this is where you get the full breakdown of where you have to pay for financial loss, pain and suffering, medical treatments, personal injury by reputation, all these things that you have to pay for when you cause someone damage with the force of your own being. And reverse creates the hierarchy, from the very lowest all the way to the highest, from animate to inanimate to your very force. And the general picture that's being painted here is that you are the master of your ship. You are being imbued with the responsibility, but. Once what comes along with that is the right to property, the right to use your your bodily force in the world. But when you have a right to do something and you use it inappropriately, you are responsible. You answer for that. And we have a focus on the responsibility that creates a type of person. That creates a type of person in your relationship to yourself and in terms of your relationship to others. So if we play out this structure again, we're talking about Nezikin damages. And we played up the hierarchy on a bedrock of responsibilities. Focusing in on responsibilities, not rights. You focus in on responsibilities, you get a type of person who is other-focused, not self-focused. And thereby, they go beyond the mishpatim. They go beyond the what I must do. I could not take care of my animal, my pit, or my fire, and pay the consequences. Yes, but that's not the goal. You are an other-focused person. You are called upon to be in this world a blessing. And we all know that when we're looking for the meaning in life, that emerges from responsibilities. We call it a yoke. I go back to this idea again and again. The metaphor for the Jews is an all, a yoke that goes on our shoulders, that which is heavy because it is purposeful. A yoke isn't a cross, a cross that you march up the hill for no purpose whatsoever, a symbol of death. No, a yoke is a symbol of life. It's an agricultural symbol because it produces food. It produces food in a way that's heavy, burdensome, but ultimately meaningful. And that is a life of responsibility. And that's the life the Torah paints for us. So, Nazikin damages the hierarchy from animate to inanimate to your very force of your being. And that force that you live out in the world, you are ultimately responsible for. So on that note. Mitzvah 49 from Chorev. Have a wonderful week and a wonderful Shabbos.